briefest of glances can start the biggest romances. Our eyes were doing the dances and they were making advances. When our eyes met, I was like, hey, now I bet that joke could be the one. Are you the one? Hello, and welcome back to the Boom Boom Room, your premiere Are You the One podcast. I'm your expert, Taylor. And I'm your other co-host, Aubrey. I feel awkward doing that intro now. It's just been so long. And then we did the circle where we just sort of started talking, which I kind of like better. And listen, maybe for season three, we can go back to just pure chaos as the mood. (laughs) (laughs) I thought even then, like, I'm pretty sure we've always started that way. Hold on. Here's like the first 30 seconds of episode one. I mean, we won't hear it, but I assume that might be funny, or I might just, if nothing was there, it's because it wasn't funny. Yeah, I wait, guess. the first 30 seconds of episode one of what? Of this podcast. Oh, with the briefest of glances, and then the... I mean, I, co- I don't know if we co- do that, but I thought we did, and... Uh, I think we did. Listen, we'll figure it out afterwards. I mean, we'll cut this out. <laughs> I was going to say, if this is still in the show, we probably did something with it. I mean, listen, maybe what we did was just not add in 30 seconds of the first episode. <laughs> And by we, I know you mean me. Yes, I do mean you. So let's talk about this episode, though. Yeah, it's a slow burner to start. Yeah, so right off the bat, they get back from the the matchup ceremony or whatever, and Brandon is like, I don't think Pratt and Paris and Curtis and Brianna have, like, a very good chance because we've gotten two beams twice and they've stayed together. And Curtis is just very aggressive. (laughs) He's like, hey, I, well, you better fucking not ever look at her again or else I'm going to fucking slice your nose off. And it's like, bro, like, calm the fuck down, right? baby. I don't know. Like, I get the concept of glass houses for Brandon right now. But the level of intensity we shot back at to the statement of like, well, yeah, I feel like you guys don't have a great chance just because, you know, the matchup ceremonies. Right, and it wasn't even like a oh well you two should stop being together. It was just uh statistically speaking, I think your chances are going down, guys. Yeah. Uh Which, by the way, is it even necessarily true? Oh, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure if we were doing the what was the name of that great blog that did this when it was relevant still? Are you the blog dot blog spot? Anyways, I listen, I still look at it because it's done all these previous seasons. Um, just to spoil this episode, by the end of this episode. Um, both of those couples both have a 50% chance of being matches. And honestly, they just need to confirm one of them either way, because that's just so much information. There we go. Uh... But anyways, I like Brandon. Yeah, no, Brandon has overall been fine. I, you know, he's definitely still on notice. Like, there, there's a lot of room for this to turn bad for him. But Oh, I agree. I think, I think honestly, I'm sort of going um, anachronistically. For this episode, I guess, because I just don't give a shit. Um, Doesn't that mean a historical inaccuracy, like, with regard to material? I think so, but I'm assuming it can also be mean to say I'm not going in order of the timeline. I would just say non-linearly. Fuck you. I just don't think you... Look, last week we had a bone apple tea. I mean, we're not going to just completely... Wait, what did we have last week? Aubrey, you don't remember a, a journaling junkie? Oh, a <laughs> Oh, I know why I'm in such a, like, I, I, I don't give a shit about the show mood. I'm not high. <laughs> I'm too sober. I'm just like, let's rush through this, bitch. 
Well, no, I, I honestly want to rush through the beginning too, because it's not until after the challenge that things start to actually happen, basically. Okay, great. The only other thing, let's, listen, let's just, fine, let's just go back into chronological order like we normally do. Because um, the only other thing I have to say is that Nate says he's not going to smother Shelby. And I disagree, but I guess. <laughs> well, that's, that's the one major beat we set up in the beginning, was that this is Nate's episode to have just a bad time and honestly be really weird just about everything yeah just like here's the thing is if he was just crying and being pouty to himself whatever he's just also being a dick yeah and honestly it would also just be one thing if it was like no shelby you'll like like what what's her face let me scroll down and find her name yeah jessica's doing to fucking what's his face layton layton oh yeah like listen eventually you'll figure out it's me bitch yeah, is it kind of odd? Yeah, but is it a problem? Honestly, not really. Yeah, it's uh, not like Jess is like, I don't know, hunting Leighton down and then pinning him against the wall. Oh, I have something. I, since you brought it up, I made a note at that point. It's like nothing says romance like physically blocking a girl in a corner. Yeah, nothing says romance like, can you let me walk away? No. <laughs> But we can't we can't also, get there yet. No, there's such a there's no, such a yeah, graceful, we can't, we can't, we can't, wonderful build up to that that I don't want to. Yes. Uh, but the we, so let's so talk about the challenge. Well, no, because I want to. I I, oh. I do. I think there's enough meat on the Nate Shelley bone even here in the beginning to have a brief conversation about it, because okay. they have this whole exchange between them, which confirms for me that I think Nate is just kind of insane, or just. <laughs> I, I so. He, he does the whole thing. It's like, no, no, I can adjust to what you need. Every girl I've been with, I adjusted to. And to she, which she responds, the obvious statement, well, maybe that's the problem. To which he then responds, essentially, but they're all so hot. You just don't get it. <laughs> it was the perfect response. And I just... Like, maybe you shouldn't adjust yourself. No, 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 no. You don't understand. I only date nines and tens, and I don't deserve that. So I change. <laughs> I that's the thing. I couldn't even. I thought that's kind of where he was going with it. It's like, no, no, no. I'm really picky, and I only like girls who won't like me. So I change who I am. But that's not even really where it landed. It honestly felt like he started to do that. I don't know if he hurt himself halfway through and pulled a bad rip instead of like pulling the ripcord. He cut off his parachute or something. But like, <laughs> it it just came out like right. But the girls I used to date were fucking hot as shit. Yes. Oh, that is fully the only sentence he said. He just said, no, 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 you don't understand. I date hot chicks and just ended it there. And I I was even ready for him to go like full shitty about it and be like, and you're not one of them. So that's why you're not worth my time anymore. But he didn't even, it it just, I don't know. It was just this random idea that got floated out there over this whole episode (laughs) for me. And I love just hearing that echo in the back of my mind every time he speaks. I do love sort of the, the what I took to be the sort of implicit meaning of that sentence is, and you're a nine or ten, so I need to change. Listen, you will never like me for who I am, so let me be Dario, for example. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you want a guy who's weirdly aggressive? I can pin you against a wall with no fucking reasoning. Listen, <laughs> if you need weirdly aggressive, I can give you weirdly aggressive. Also, I feel like I feel like she needs to just buck up and say what she fucking means, which is, I don't want to be with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she's... Because 
even at the end of the, even if, even at the end of that conversation, she was like, oh, fine, you're done with me. Great. I'm going to go then. And he's like, wait, no, I didn't mean it. And she's like, no, no, you did. I bought, bye. You broke us up. Bye. Well, and that was it's the best like, thing like, too. I get it. He's weird. He's kind of crazy. He's a dick. Whatever. You're in a house where he literally can't hurt you. Um, like this is one of the safest places to be for you to just be like, no, I'm not interested in you. Peace. I'm I'm going to have to put a gigantic asterisk next to that sentence that this is one of the safest spaces you could be. I mean, production will jump in before anything happens. I mean, before anything physical happens, but we've seen that they do not give a shit about emotional abuse at all. Oh, I mean, obviously, but to be honest, I don't believe Nate has the mental fortitude to emotionally abuse. <laughs> no, he abused himself this episode. <laughs> yeah. He, he straight on did a whole, like, I don't need you in my life speech. And then, like you say, the second she got up and started to walk away, he was like, wait, no, come back. I need you. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, that's what I mean. It's like, Nate has, like, uh, I guess there's a, 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 a fear uh, that Nate O could get, like, violent. Production would stop that. Like, that that could not happen. The thought that Nate could get emotionally abusive is in my opinion, laughable. From what we've seen so far, I would agree. Now we can get to the challenge. Now nothing All happens All right, let's talk about Lictionary. Uh, Tyler keeps being alone for challenges. Ryan yeah. really liked watching Garland gag on anchovy paste. Like, oh. really liked it. Ryan was having so, so, so much fun. Uh, they really led oh. Jenny to water. At almost the five-minute mark, they basically just told her the answer, it seemed like. Yep. Um, I mean, I want to talk about the fact that fucking uh, Alex got piano, or no, Christina got piano in five fucking seconds for <laughs> instrument, which is really impressive. And then Christina, and, and then Alex and Brandon got whatever their fucking, oh, she got stripper in nine seconds. Yeah, that was really fast. I, so, on the topic of Brandon winning, though, what the fuck was that? Because we both watched the same episode. They did the whole tease of, is Brandon gonna win? And then we come back from the commercial, still doing the tease. But in between those two teases, we put a coming up that shows Brandon on the date. Yes! Oh, we put a coming up of John being like, look, I don't, I, listen, I want to kiss you, but he's right there. Like, hmm, who could he be? And also, here's a glimpse of Brandon. <laughs> right? It's like, you got to edit one of these teases. You can't set up a tease, tease the tease, and then reveal the tease in a different tease. Like, it just doesn't make any fucking sense what you're doing. No, you don't understand. It's dramatic irony. It's something. See, because we know the answer, but the editors don't know that we know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you are describing what the problem is, is that the people who cut those together and shove them in the show don't know what they're shoving it in between half the time. Uh, yeah. Oh, also, 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 I loved Brandon's whole uh, mentality of like, it's really great that Christina's moving on. I'm really happy for her. But also, I would rather fucking die than watch her move on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is why Brandon stated my good graces for this episode, because it really just boiled around to... God, I wish this wasn't like this. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Listen, I have more to say, but that's after the date. Sure. Um, uh, someone's oh, a virgin? Yeah, the winners. Oh, yeah, there are winners, right. Yeah, the winners are Christina and John, Alex and Brandon, and then Ashley and Leighton. I mean, we'll come back to that. Yeah. I mean, listen, obviously one of my title suggestions for this is, you're a virgin, question mark? 
Look, this is a really, really important scene. Pratt is so fucking gross. I just don't, literally, I don't understand what this was. I hated. I Sorry, I, was, I interrupted you. No, no, no. You interrupted with the right thought because I was really just, this was stupid and pointless and didn't go anywhere. But then I expected it to like somehow come back with. Nope. Uh, just in any way, shape or form. I mean, it did, because Leighton's turned on by the fact that she's a virgin. As you know, any woman who is a virgin is only a virgin for the sake of attracting men. Um, which, by the way, uh, uh, the scene? Let's talk about that. How fucking gross it was. How the fact that she's like, oh, yeah, like, she's like, oh, it's a purity ring. And someone's like, oh, a purity ring. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm a virgin. And then uh, the, the right choice, I guess, was to cut to, like, six different guys all looking at her being like, what? <laughs> like, like, I... Like, I get it. It is shocking that anyone who chose to come on Are You The One, MTV's Are You The One is a virgin. I agree. That is a little bit weird. Well, yeah, it, it's an interesting choice to, like, right. be that's, here. Honestly, her being a virgin is what got her on the show. Apparently, because in that entire scene, we never even bothered to say her name. I know, because Actually, I still don't know it. We didn't say it once. Not a single time. It's a, oh, re- yeah, no, no. it's a reoccurring thing in my notes. Where it's like, we still haven't said the virgin's name. I still don't no, know yeah. who it is. Literally, the only reason I know that she's Ashley, besides the fact that I just kind of know these people, is the fact that Ashley won the date with Leighton, and Leighton, and then that's it. It's because she was on the date with Leighton, and her name was Ashley, and that's it. Because she's, she's not a person, she's a virgin. Um, she's the virgin. Ooh. I, and I, I love that we got to have... All of it. I love that we got, like, the whole fucking bowl of misogyny. We got, like, all the sides, too. Mm -hmm. We got, ooh, she's a virgin. I won't sleep with her because then she'll never leave my apartment. And we also got, ooh, she's a virgin because religion. And that's good, I guess. Um, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a virgin. But I'm glad that she is. That's good for me. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking hated this so much. I feel like the Um, roughest one to openly admit has got to be the... I'm not a virgin, but it's good for me that she is. Yeah. Like, that's just, and, that's and I, hands down, I, at least for me, the most, it's the one that makes me want to ask the most follow-up questions. Right. And, like, I, I the, the, the sentence started off almost kind of somewhere with him being like, oh, you know, like, that's something I wish I could do. And then it just fully, like, trailed off with him just being sort of a misogynist. <laughs> um, which, by the way, we find out later in the episode, he's not just sort of a misogynist. He just is one. Oh, 100%. But we'll get there. Which isn't shocking, but whatever. I mean, but in this one little block alone, we actually have this beautiful hat trick of just bad scenes. Because we go from yep. this to Nathan having a hard time still. Uh, because this is where we hit physically trapping Shelby in the corner. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. This oh, is it. Oh, yeah. This actually managed right. to happen before the date somehow. Or, right. I love that Nate is always a tent on the dramatic scale. That's just, like, fun to be around. I'm sure he has lots of friends. I'm sure it never gets annoying. I mean, honestly, when Nate seems like he's doing all right, he seems like an all right guy. I just, there's something wrong yeah, with him Episode here. one, I said I liked him. I still I don't like, think I dislike <laughs> Nate. I just, this proved to me that if he is involved... He needs help. <laughs> he needs to go to therapy. Honestly, yeah, I think he does just need fucking therapy. Because his entire attitude around, like, what a relationship should be seems wrong on, like, a level that isn't just being an asshole or some sort of problematic-ist. Yes, or, also, 
or sorry, just ahead. being like slutty. Like he's got this weird, unique, actually maybe needs to work through some stuff professionally kind of thing going on. Yeah. Also, so, uh, you know, he's like <sighs> trapping Shelby there. And Dario's like, oh, I'm going to go step in. And like, that makes sense. And he chooses to do it in the douchiest way possible, which is just my way of saying I don't like anyone in this. <laughs> oh, I don't particularly like Shelby. Nathan, it's going to go either way, but it's not going to stay as on the fence as it is right now. And I don't like Dario. So I agree. But I do. I just, honestly, it's just I like, feel why? Like, like, no, go ahead. You could like walk up and be like, hey, like, is everything OK? Or like do any sort of normal human intervention type thing. And instead, he walked in, put his arm around Shelby, and without words said, ha I own this woman. She's mine. I, so here's the thing, though. That was the initial read off of it. And, like, you know, obviously that's a, it's a rough opener. But I feel like he played it well. Like, he knew who his audience was, both with Shelby and with Nathan. And, like, it I mean, it, it worked. Like, it worked. And, and, and then when she it. said, like, everything is fine here. He, he let, like, he did just walk, like, he listened to Shelby, which for me is yeah. what made it okay, is that he walked over, okay. he, like, asserted himself in the situation, and then when he was told to leave, he just did, quietly, without issue. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that much. He did, he did just leave when she was like, it's okay, which is also kind of a wild thing to say, but to, to quickly go from, please let me walk away right now, and no, it's fine. I don't know, I think we got to see on Shelby's face, like, the lack of threat she felt from Nathan in that moment, you know, like she was annoyed and she wanted to leave. But after he did, like she was kind of cracking, like the whole thing was kind of ridiculous. And I feel like she was feeling that. Yeah, I like that her one takeaway from all of it was, oh, man, Dario's hot. Well, yeah, that too. But hey, you know what? Um, Honestly, I don't fucking care. Shelby and Dario can go have a good time. I'm not really super look, into I either of them. Yeah, like Nate I think needs they clear both are annoying. <laughs> Let's talk about the date. Yeah, the boats looked fun. Yeah, um, they all got separate boats, which was cool. Uh, they went to a Cocos Island. Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean, let's talk because like we get like little like one on ones with them. Oh uh, yeah. We first, she... we got Leighton Ashley, where Leighton says his titular. I love that you're a virgin. That's great for you. And I think it's a huge turn on, which is a wild thing to say. I honestly, like, I am super turned on by the fact that you have no sexual experience. I mean, yeah, the follow up questions you can think of are plentiful and not ones I need answers to. But yep. I do want to point out that she was still laden and the unnamed virgin at this. Like they yep. just didn't. Nope. Everybody else got. A title, like a name card at some point between them having a plot point and something happening. Like I said, she's not a person. She's a virgin. It's different. That's true. I should put that on the uh, nickname list. I'm keeping a list of nicknames from this season. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, Brandon and Alex, they came up with some pros and cons as to why they couldn't couldn't be matches. Um, are you ready to hear it? Uh, first, you have to tell me what the virgin's name is again. Ashley. Okay. Okay, uh, why are they, what are the pros and cons, Aubrey? So pros, they're good friends, they can have conversations, they're comfortable with each other, Those the pros. Yep. Cons, uh, she's not sexually attracted to him. 
honestly, she thinks he's too sensitive. Well, and this conversation kind of did make me think they could be a match because it feels like a very, are you the one kind of almost hit to get two people who like get along real great because they, you know, took a Buzzfeed quiz and got similar answers, but just cannot have any guarantee of actual sexual or frankly, like romantic chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't know. I, I like that Brandon was like, yeah, I still think we're a match. Like I get it, but I, I as somebody who doesn't really want to fuck you either, I definitely think we're a match. Right. Um, and then John and Christine, I think he looks good in glasses. And also this episode made me realize he looks a lot like Greg from crazy ex-girlfriend. Oh, I'll have to look. Yeah. I can kind of see that. I don't know. I was liking Johnny ball game. Yeah, I like John, kind of. I like him as much as I like any of the people. Like, you know, I feel like there's always the thing of, like, this house exists in, like, 2014, and that just inherently gives me issues with so many of these people. Well, has he said no, anything yet? Cool. No, I just don't like the way some of them act and stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, they're on this show. Right. Anyways, yeah, no, John's cool. Um, he asked to kiss Christine. Which is, Why are I guess, we calling a bad thing. Why are we? Nobody calls her Christine, do they? No, it's Christina. My bad. Look, I'm so constantly the one who's wrong about "Are You the One?" stuff. You call her Christina, and the entire time I'm just like, "It's Christina, right?" Have I like, called her Christine multiple times this episode? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh, yep. There is just like a halfway point through my notes where it goes from Christine to Christina. There you go. I don't know. I'm having really bad allergies today, and I can't fucking see. Anyways, he has to kiss her. She says yes. Then they make out underwater. Um, which... Honestly, this episode made me like Christina a little bit less. Because, um, like, later on she tells Brandon, well, I didn't really want to kiss him. But, like, I don't believe that. Yeah, no, I don't believe that. I this I think we're getting to see a bit of what Christine's issue is this episode, you know? Christina. I know what I said. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think she's just, and like, then like later on, uh, yeah. I mean, and then she's later on notice okay. too now, frankly. Like, it's yeah. not enough, but. No. Well, because I'm going to just sort of skip ahead a little bit, kind of. Uh, um, yeah, if it's about Christina, that's fine. It's about Christina and Brandon and John, that whole thing with the boom boom room. Well, do we want, let's, let's just punch through the truth booth real quick, because it's the only thing that happens in between this and that. I mean, okay, fine. Uh, and it's Brandon about and them. Out. Kind of. Anyways, Brandon and Alex are going into the truth booth. This is his third time. He's the only guy who's been in the truth booth. Um, which I mean, honestly, if they keep this up, eventually they'll find a match for him. Uh, they should have done it with Christina though, because we get twice as much information for her. Yeah. All right. Anyways, yeah, that's true. If 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 they had a match on her, it's so much more info. Anyways, there are no match. Uh, another title line I have is for when they were walking in, and he says, "Either way, I'm screwed." That's a good one. I do just like who the fuck is his match? As a re I don't remember who said it, but yeah, I think Garland did maybe. I don't know. Oh, is that Garland is Baby Boy G? Yes, Baby Boy G is Garland. I, I so I have Christina, our eleventh girl, Ashley the Virgin, Garland is Baby Boy G, and then we have John, who's Johnny Ball Game, Johnny Boy, and Karate Kid so far. Yep. Which is also, great. Also, this, this, this was the moment in the episode where I sort of realized how much I like Brandon. Because he's like, listen, I don't like 
anything that's happening currently, but I'm just trying to give her space. <laughs> right. So now let's fast forward to where you wanted to go in the first place. Okay, great. Uh, Brandon and Christina are maybe going to fuck. She says that she wasn't going to go all the way. Maybe she wasn't. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. The point is, they're in the boomer room. They're getting hot and heavy. John finds out. He decides to walk in on them, which is, again, just a wild decision to make in my book. Uh, and then the thing that sort of like makes me iffy again on Christina is like, he like sort of leaves and then she follows after him and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And it's like, oh, you know, like, it's just like this thing of like, it always feels like she's trying to appease people. And I don't like that. She, but we know that's her issue is that we know that's her issue. I'm pretty sure. Right. But we haven't seen very much of it. And I just, it's annoying. Yeah, I look, I'm hoping that Christina's arc is her learning to stand in what she actually wants and believes. Because, yeah. frankly, either choice, like, I have very little problem with Christina right now, except for the fact that she needs to, like, start saying make what a she choice. Needs. Yeah. Not even make a choice, because she's made a choice. It's that she likes Brandon, but is going to try and ignore that for the rest of the game. Um, I feel like she hasn't. She, she's not living fully in that truth. No, she's not living in it yet, though, because she's still trying to give everybody else what they want instead of, like, living for herself. Right, and that's what I mean by make a choice. I guess, fair enough. I did like, um, though, that, like, right after the truth booth, Christina and Brandon had a little talk where Christina basically, I don't know, it's, it felt like she was getting out in front of a fight, basically, by saying, like, yeah I, yeah I like you I also kind of like him I'm just trying to move on like I'm sorry this is so messy yeah and and I like that's the thing is like that's what I uh, so much more than any other season where there's been like a no match couple I respect them it's because they're like yeah we're gonna go hook up in the boomer room but neither of us are gonna stop trying to make connections with other people and like honestly I don't have issues with that well the thing is that we've seen Brandon not do, like Brandon's just Christina's actually do it like i believe that she she i'm gonna just take a whole new stab at this sentence christina has been seemingly walking the walk at least of trying to make new connections brandon's doing a lot of the talk but i don't think he's actually doing it at all see i disagree i think the difference is that christina made a connection with john brandon tried to make a connection with alex but there just wasn't anything there like he tried it just didn't happen and, like, given that it's a fucking show, we can only have one connection a week. So as long as next week he's trying on someone new, I'll be fine with it. That's true. Fair enough. And at one point he was talking to a bunch of girls and he's like, I've tried to talk to all of you and no one disagreed with him. That's also so, very true. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's there. I just feel like really... a lot of it's not interesting because it's probably him being like, so what's up? And then being like, not much. What's up with you? And it's just like. That, and it's just like there's nothing there because he's interested in another woman but still yeah but still uh yeah no good point i don't know they're a really interesting no match couple they're not also as annoying as they tend to be yes also this this episode had one of my favorite shots ever i think uh-huh which was it was a wall it was jenny was standing against the wall anthony was like up against her they were making out and then out of focus on the right side of the screen just sitting in a corner back further was brandon and christina just like cuddling and very clearly having just a normal conversation yes. with each other they, they weren't really and even cuddling they were just like sitting cross-legged on the floor by the stairs just like well it, i think i think her legs were on his legs oh, and i think they? that was it okay 
I, it was think, still a very I don't good know. shot. I I it also enjoyed so that. Funny. You could tell. You could tell the guy who was shooting that was like, "This is it. I got it. This is the one bit of art I will get to make for the next four months." This is how I get off of this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I paused on that screen and I laughed for a solid like two minutes. I didn't, but I appreciated it. It, it. It's just something about it truly touched my core. Yeah, it was. It was just. It's not every day that, and by not oh. every day, I mean this might be the actual first time MTV has attempted an artistic shot that wasn't fake and forced. Yeah. Also, I mean, yeah, we, we talked about it before, but again, Leighton is a misogynist. He thinks all women, whenever they try to think with their heads, they can't because their emotions live up there. Unlike men, who emotions reside in their penis. Biology doesn't matter. The trick is just not to care about girls, because the more you care yes. about them, the less they care about you. But if you don't give a shit, the pussy wagon rolls up, is what I've learned. Yes, 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 yes. If you pretend not to care about women, then they are turned on by your lack of caring. Look, and thus, I get laid by the virgin. Have you heard of the Dennis system? Because that's really the latent vibe I was getting there, where he just is laying out, like, a strategy for abusing women as if it's dating advice. Yes. Also, I do love, oh, man, you just got to pretend like you don't care. You just got to ignore women. You just got to, like, pretend like you don't give a shit. And then straight up, like, five minutes later to Nate, he's like, what does it matter what she wants? If you like her, just choose her. And it's like, how have you given conflicting piece of advices that both are terrible? How did you manage to find both sides of the shitty coin? It is imp- I mean, Layden's just an idiot. Like, he's clearly just a grade-A moron. But it yeah. is impressive that he managed to find, like, equal and opposite sides of the misogyny coin. <laughs> um, I also like that Jenny watching that was just like, oh, oh no. <laughs> Which was such the correct response to have. But it just didn't stick enough, did it? Didn't. it? Like... She had the, oh, so this is what he's really like moment, and then just forgot. But then later she's like, but also, I could live with that. <sighs> what All else right, happens? let's talk about the matchup ceremony. Well, Nathan's still having a bad time. Do we want to talk about that? No, okay. but go on. <laughs> I mean, that's really all I have to say about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, listen, Leighton said to choose Shelby. He shouldn't choose Shelby. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. Well, they were actually, funny enough, there were two scenes where Nathan had a bad time, but distinguishing them is just not worth it. Oh, I forgot one of them. Uh, I mean, to be fair, what I wrote about them, in this block at least, was Nathan continues to have a bad time. He talks to Tyler. Uh, a little later in the block, Nathan oh. is still having a bad time, and he's going to pick Shelby. See, I thought that was more of t- Tyler's having a bad time. <laughs> I, that's that's what was fun about it. Is this started with Nathan having a bad time, turned into Tyler's having a bad time, and then with Nathan once again just being sort of nice and like reassuring her in a way that like I wish he could say and hear himself. Yeah, like I feel like if he just took a step back, he would be able. He would recognize he needs to take the same good advice he's honestly given other people at this point. Yeah. Also, uh, I I feel really bad for Tyler. And do you want to know what's extra fucked up? What. The best move for the house is just to keep ignoring her. Yeah, that's what's so sad about it. Is like it's like super fucked up. Yeah, I. So here's what I'll say: we weren't mean to Christina this episode, 
we were just yeah okay it's, it's turning yes. from we're intentionally mean to christina into we're just incidentally cruel to tyler Right. Like Tyler does have reason to be pissed off at Christina, but I mean, you should be pissed off at MTV, but I understand how that gets translated to being annoyed at Christina, but at least she seems to be pissed at the guys. Yeah. No, like at, at this point, Tyler just seems, uh, she's not shitting on Christina. She's just generally frustrated in a way that I totally understand. <sighs> how could you not? Be? How could you not? And again, like spoiler, it happens again. Yeah. This is okay. She well, didn't get to just... play in the challenge either. Right. Like she just sits nope, out of fucking didn't. everything. Nope. She might as well not be here. Christina may yes, be our It's almost like there should only be 10 boys and 10 girls. <sighs> Anyways, I'm going to start talking about the matchup ceremony. Yep. John and Christina. Male Curtis. chicken block. Oh, I feel like I should Jesus. float the quote out there. You wait so long to say anything. I, honestly, it's because I never want to speak first for these, and it's hard to tell if you're going to sometimes. No, I always leave that space so that you can I speak. know you do. I know, and I edit it out a lot, but... Is that it? Was that, that your whole that, point? That, that's the problem, is that's all I have to add in, is... I'm gonna straight... But that little bit... And that would have been fine if you added it in at a normal time. It, I, I don't know. I don't know why I do that. I always take a breath to make sure you're not going to have something... It's because, frankly, all of the matchups, I never have interesting things to say about, for the most part. So I'm just leaving that little breath in there for you to say something interesting. But then when you don't, I shoot whatever bullshit I have in my notes. Jeez. Okay. Curtis and Brianna. Nate and Jessica. Nathan's who... having a rough few days here. I just want to point out I didn't wait and I started to talk over you. You did. You did. And I, and I said I, I drew out that who because I knew that there was a chance. And I wanted to give you the <laughs> chance to jump in there. If it wasn't just so many words, Nathan's having a rough few days here would be the title. But no one says that. Ryan says that. Ryan said that? I missed it. Yeah. I, yeah. He says it to Ryan. That's great. Or no, to Nathan. That's, Fuck. Who yes, are I knew what people? you meant. Um, I was just going to point out that Jessica wanted to be left for Leighton. Oh, yeah. I do also appreciate. So Ryan for this one is like. Nathan, you've been having a rough few days here. And then he picks Jessica and Jessica comes up and he's like, so Jessica, you did not look happy at all about getting chosen by Nathan. <laughs> I also, it's fucking wild to me that Nate, after deciding not to pick Shelby, good, smart choice, is like, I'm going to pick this woman who I've never talked to over Tyler, who I just had a conversation about how shitty she was feeling about never being picked. I really was ho I thought he was good. I thought we got to see him say, I'm going to pick Shelby. And then we saw him talk to Tyler and all of this because we were building up to like, Nathan's going to, Nathan's going to reach out to the lonely girl. And even nope. if they're not a match, everybody can see, wow, Nathan's such a good guy who's moving on. Nope. Nah, nah, I just took it. I mean, he looked really happy with himself, but he just took a shot in the dark. I don't know why he was so yes. happy. Honestly, he had, it's like, he forgot every other name for a second. He just had, he had nothing to be happy about. This matchup ceremony. Nothing. All right. Um, Brandon and Shelby. This was fun. Which it was. It was very fun. And also, I love that Dario is pissed off that someone has the audacity to just, I don't know, try and slide in between him and Shelby. Like, he did not <laughs> literally do that last episode. I mean, yeah. That, Dario's mad, which is always great. I just like seeing him upset because I don't like him also, very much. 
It feels like Brandon is low-key the only one using logic here. I mean, dude, Tyler also is, like, very aware of, like, the numbers and, like, the strategy and everything. And how they're doing shit at this game. Yes. Um, but I like that Brandon is, like, doing what is the right thing to do, which are, right now they have no ideas. Everyone should just be randomizing. Yeah, no, Brandon is trying to play well, which I appreciate. Yep. I also, I like that he tried to, like, take a shot at John for asking to kiss Christina and he just had the perfect response that I don't know. Well, was it uh, inherently what misogynistic? Was well, what I was like, oh, like you shouldn't have shouldn't asked to kiss a girl. Why? Uh, 2014. Yeah, it's 2000. Uh-huh. Look, it's it's less romantic or whatever. I'm not even going to argue with that. It's you if you can read a moment and go for it, whatever. But right, like, like right, like in theory, I get what he's saying is that like you should if you have that connection, you should be able to just know. When it's the right time to kiss someone. Right, and, like, active Great. consent is not as in the zeitgeist, if you will, in 2014. I was literally about to say zeitgeist. I think we said it last oh, week, too. That's the problem. I love that word. Anyways. Um, but then, what I think is, like, he's like, oh, there's a difference between being a gentleman and a pussy. Which everyone's like, oh. And it's like, he's not... That wasn't him calling Brandon a pussy. And if it was, that wasn't, like... I felt like everyone took that as him calling Brandon a pussy when that doesn't make sense as far as that sentence was structured. Oh, 100%. No, the room, the 100%, I think, misinterpreted what he was trying to say, which is, you're right. trying to call me a pussy. I'm not. I'm a gentleman. And they, right. you know, took it wrong. They all heard gentleman and pussy and was like, well, he's not calling himself one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, I thought it was a good response from John. Like, it, it cemented him for me as like, yeah, you had the chance to be a piece of shit and you weren't one. Nice work. Yeah. That's where the yeah. bar is for this show. <sighs> uh, Pratt and Paris. Third in a row. Garland and Alex. Baby boy G. Jario and Ashley. We just skipped this one. <laughs> Alex and Chasmin. We got matched because we have nothing in common. You don't have to say stuff. I love that you're saying it, but you don't have to. I mean, uh, so this is the one that I actually had something to say for, because they just flat out were like, yeah, we're mad. I know we went on a date and agreed that we're like not even close to being a match, but maybe that's what the matchmakers saw for us. <laughs> True. Which is honestly, I'm um, just reading the show in season two. Right. Uh, and then Layton and Ellie are, no, sorry. Tyler and Ellie are the last ones left, and Layton chooses Ellie, which like, Poor Tyler. This is first week, third week. She didn't get picked. She didn't play in the challenge. Like, fu- like that fucking sucks for her. You know, Tyler should just be allowed to go home at this point and get paid anyway. <laughs> uh, yes. I think we also, also skipped John? Anthony and Jenny. Did I? I think I I did, I mean, they don't matter, but we skipped him. Yeah, you're right. I fucking did. Listen, my eyes are burning. Um, I'm having such a bad allergy attack here. Awful. Yeah. Do you want to take a break? No, we're so close to being done. Uh, oh, I was going to say that John... So after Tyler doesn't get picked, John is willing to give his two cents why, which is, long and short, Tyler's annoying. <laughs> yeah, I, That was a wild note to end on, which, I like, thought. He didn't say it to her face, so I guess it isn't quite kicking her while she's down, but also... Whoa. <laughs> I, that, that felt like it was I'm not going to say it's full-fledged out of content Because he obviously was calling her kind of annoying But it felt like it was part of a Bigger picture of maybe explaining even Why I, I don't know I feel like he was sort of Tricked into being a little Meaner than he meant to be 
I don't know, like, man. Like, it feels like he was being asked over and over again why nobody's dating Tyler. And he was like, fine. You know, she's kind of annoying. Is this what you want me to say? You got it. She's kind <laughs> of annoying. I don't know. I just think maybe he's just honest. And, and that's very much possible. I could be giving him too much credit. But it just, it felt to me in the moment, like, the three answers before that were really diplomatic. Because isn't he, like, an attorney, too? And they finally uh, just... He's in law school, I think. Yeah. And then they finally just, like... Wore him down. Snapped him. Um, but that's the episode. That is, whoa, they get three beams? Did we say that? Oh, no, they didn't. They get three beams, which everyone's like, woo, it's more than two. And Tyler is correctly like, wow, this fucking sucks. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, they're on track, though. Three weeks, three beams. Yes, that's definitely how it should work. Uh, I mean, they're probably going to get it right, unless they don't, which would be kind of funny. But I don't know. I know a season fails, maybe multiple. So. It's possible they don't. I mean, I do know they don't have a perfect hit record, but I couldn't tell you what season. I couldn't, honestly, I couldn't tell you if a season I've already watched won or lost. That's how little that actual part matters to me. <laughs> I don't think we've ever watched a season or they failed yet. And maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. My eyes hurt. Let's please just stop dragging this out. All right. Well, we are here at the end of the Boom Boom Room. We did. Thank you for the positive affirmation of completion. And now, Aubrey, I will turn it over to you with a question. And that question is the same every week. And it is this week, what is the moral? The moral is... Okay, I I don't know. I can't think of a moral. My mind isn't working great at the moment. But also, I just remembered, does the Boo Boo Room not have locks? Because if that's... Because, like, John just fucking opened the door. So if it doesn't, the moral is get fucking locks on your doors, especially the sex door. (laughs) Also, nothing says romance like just straight up pinning a girl to a wall and begging her to love you. (laughs) (laughs) And then when she doesn't, telling her that you don't need her anyway. And then when she says, oh, okay, saying, wait, no, I actually do. Yes, that is pure romance. Read any romance novel, baby. (laughs) God, that's actually shockingly true. Fuck romance novels. That's my third moral. (laughs) All right. So hello and welcome to the boom boom room. That's what <laughs> that's what we're calling it, right? Like, we, I don't think we finished our conversation about the name. No, but I agreed. That that's what I was going to call it if I was going to go. Yeah, I, I think Boom Boom Room is what we're going to call it, unless we call it something else, in which case this intro won't make any sense.